שלום וברכה. Good evening everyone. We're here to bring down a wonderful, nice amount of light tonight as well. Every time that um, a person is thinking about the Torah, we need to remember that the Torah been given to us by the righteous ones. There were many huge messengers that the Creator chose them because of the greatness of their actions, because of their kindness, because of their love to their people, because of their truth, because of qualities that they had inside and chose them to be his messengers, his loyal messengers, to reveal his will and his godly wisdom to his children, to his people. We need to be full of gratitude to those righteous ones and to remember that as well in our days you have some people who throw themselves down to the ground and sacrificing themselves for us. You can never know who that person is. You can never know who really give himself over to the Creator in prayer. You can never know who the person that dedicates his life to learn Torah or to pass on the Torah to the rest of the people. What you can do if you want to find a way to express your gratitude is to pray to Hashem to pray to Hashem to open your eyes for you to be able to recognize, for you to be one of those who knows who their real um, sources of illumination. There can be a hidden righteous man that will sit in his own house. No one will know him. No one will hear about him ever. But every night, he will stand in front of his own wall in his own room and will cry and will beg for the people to come closer to Hashem and for Hashem to bring down bounty for people and for Hashem to take care of his children and not to forget them. And we will also sit in our houses, we'll eat chips and drink coke and we'll be busy with our thoughts and suddenly good things will take place in our lives. And we will not remember, we will not know even how it came. We'll just be happy and say, oh, thank you Hashem, or thank you myself for achieving those great things in my life, without knowing that there was some person who was standing in his own room and opening the gates of heaven with his prayers. Now, why the difficulties are so hard? Why the pain and the struggles are so heavy on us and why is it so hard that we need some people to really throw themselves for us and sacrifice themselves for us because of the sins, because of the crimes. The Creator, He gave us the Book of Rules, the Bible, the Torah, and He gave us the Oral Torah as well, Torah Shebaal Peh, that had been given and passed from one generation to the next through the real, true, righteous ones, for us to know 
the rules that by those rules the world is being judged. There is a court in heaven and over there holy righteous people are sitting and they are forced to judge the world on every thought and word and action of every human being. And based on the actions and thoughts and words of people, the world is being judged. And like that we have 24 hours a day, you have 24 times every single hour, there is a meeting, a session of heaven's court to judge the world according to the thoughts, to the words, and to the actions of all human beings on earth. And corresponding to our actions, the world is being judged by the book of rules, the Bible and the oral Torah that been given to the righteous ones to pass to the generations. So the righteous people are being forced to sit over there and to judge and to come to conclusions based on the rules of the Torah. Now the rules of the Torah are very strict. You have many, many rules that it's very, very hard for regular people to keep. You have certain rules that most of the people doesn't even know that they exist. Now, the court in heaven is forced and obligated to keep the rules of the Torah and to judge based on the rules of the Torah. And because that people here on earth finds it so, so hard to keep the rules of the Torah, and finding it very, um, it's like, it's on the border of being impossible to keep all the rules of the Torah. People are trying, people are doing the best that they can, but a human being that is made out of flesh and bones, he's forgetting, he's being confused, he makes mistakes, he's being pulled by his desires, by his fears, he has many reasons to fail and to fall, many distractions that are taking his mind from being focused and set and straight to the purpose of following and keeping all the rules of the Torah and mitzvot. Now, that's the reason why there are so many judgments, there are so many difficulties, so many trials in the world because the heaven's court is forced and must judge the world according to the rules of the Torah. Now, this is why we experience such darkness. This is why we see so many judgments, because there are many punishments and many, many trials that the Torah is forcing the tzaddikim, those righteous ones in heaven's court, to judge and follow them, to judge by them and to follow them. But... You have righteous people who are able to read between the lines. You have certain righteous people, holy messengers of the Creator, that been sent down to earth in every generation and generation, and they are fighting and arguing with heaven's court. They're like a lawyer that is defending the victim, that is defending and bringing witnesses and bringing evidence to his claims, to his opinions. And he's arguing day and night, every hour, in every trial, in every court, on every situation, 
they're fighting and arguing with heaven's court to judge people on earth favorably for them not to be punished for those trials not to take place and judgments not to come down through decrees and and darkness down to earth and people like those for an example Moshe Rabbeinu Moses the main leader and prophet and and king of Israel the person who who did everything he could gave himself totally for the nation of Israel and we remember him with so many heroic stories and so many wonders that he made for for our for us for his people for his siblings and there are certain places few places that it's mentioned in the bible in the stories of the bible that hashem said that he wants to punish that there were certain sins that woke up certain judgments on the people of israel of the of the world and moses stood up against those trials and started to argue and refused to back off from his claims from his arguments until he won until he convinced hashem he convinced the heavens court to cancel those decrees even to the place that hashem said salachti kidvarecha i will forgive them as you told me to based on your words your words moved the judgment and cancelled it and brought down kindness and bounty and and prosperity and and healing instead of punishments and plagues and decrees and and all kinds of of trials and judgments now people like moses that their nature is coming down to the world from the soul of moses or from different souls of righteous people who received that blessing into their soul that they have that character inside of them that they are defending our nation that they are defending the children of god they are the people who brings life to our generation they are the people who are able to fight the heavens court and to change the trial and to bring instead of judgments and punishments and 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 decrees blessings and it's written in the kutem oran the book of rabbi nachman of breslev that even the sweet taste in the fruits is being pulled into the fruits by the merit of the righteous ones and especially the main and unique special righteous men of the generation in every generation you have many righteous people you have hidden righteous people you have famous and known righteous people and of course it's obvious not all the rabbis are righteous people right rabbis can be also criminals you have rabbis that are honest and sincere and you have horrible people that will take the title of being a rabbi and are just going and destroying the world with their name now to be a rabbi does not mean to be righteous also to be a teacher who teaches torah doesn't mean that you are a righteous man a righteous man is a person who is doing only good all the time he's looking to do good he's kind he's nice he's patient he has all the good attributes inside of him he is a messenger of god he is a messenger of the loving entity he is not the messenger of the decrees and the punishments the person who delivers and reflects the judgments he the one who reflects the trials 
he is the one who represents the executor. He is the one who reflects the punisher. He is the one who reflects the devil. He is a devil worshipper, even if he calls himself a rabbi or a righteous man or whatever he will call himself. He can call himself the Messiah and to be the devil himself. A person that is righteous is a person who is judging favorably, is a person who is looking all the time to help people, to assist people, to support people, to express the loving kindness of the Creator that is shoved in his heart, that is so deep inside his heart that he doesn't have anything else in his life except for doing good and helping and being kind and nice and, and loving and respecting and, and, and doing all the good things that he can think of, charity and, and, and teaching and, 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 and helping and doing everything that he can. Now, there are many righteous people like those in every generation, but above them, you have one that is the main righteous people of the generation. You have a person in every generation that that person is so unique. And why he is so unique? Not because he remembered all the rules and opened all the books and learned all the quotes and can re re repeat all the, all, the, all the sayings of all the amazing authors who ever wrote books. No. He is unique because there is a different spirit inside of him. He is able to read between the lines. He knows that sometimes, even when Hashem says, you need to do this, he will go and tell Hashem, no, we need to go and do the opposite of what you said. How can that be? For an example, Moshe Rabbeinu, again, will use the same person, the same example on Moses. Hashem said to Moses to take the holy tablets and to hand them to the nation of Israel. Moses took the ta tablets, holy tablets in his hands, went down from Mount Sinai, and then he sees the people of Israel um, far, far away from the purpose of, of, of being in purity and in holiness. He saw them dancing and celebrating around the golden calf. He found them worshiping an idol, Moses thought to himself, what should I do next? To hand the holy tablets to the people of Israel when they are in that pathetic situation, going to be a horrible disgrace to the tablets. I cannot do that. To bring back, to return the holy tablets to Hashem, going to be a very big shame. It's going to be an insulting. It's going to insult Hashem. I cannot do that for sure. Moses took a decision and the responsibility on himself to break the tablets down to the ground. This is something that it's so hard to, to grasp, to understand. How can, how can a teacher, how can a mentor, how can a rabbi, how can a prophet, a messenger of God hold the most important, precious, blessed gift that ever been given to human beings, to the world, since the day of creation till that moment and to decide to break it down to the ground. There is no one that can understand and act like that. It's, it sounds like an act of madness to receive a Bible that been created by God, 
that been written with the finger of God, letters been carved by the finger of God, holy letters been written into tablets that are handmade of the Creator. First time that His wisdom found itself being delivered into physicality on the holy tablets handmade of God. To take that holy Bible, to take those holy tablets and to smash them down to the ground, that's impossible. You need to be crazy to do something like that. You can never find a person, you can never find a rabbi that today will take a crazy decision to break a Sefer Torah, to cut a Sefer Torah, to burn a Sefer Torah. This is something that you should never do. This is something that every person with a drop of common sense, he will tell you, you don't do that. You can never do something like that. There's no reason in the world to do that. Everyone will jump into the fire and will die instead of, will replace the Sefer Torah and will save Sefer Torah, books of Torah, and sacrifice themselves and never ever going to let one page to, to be ruined, one letter to, to, to be missed. So how can Moses take a decision like that? Because he can understand the real will of Hashem even against his words. And in the end, Hashem said to Moses, Yeshar kochacha sheshibarta. You are praised worthy for breaking the tablets. Hashem told him, you read my mind. You understood what you were supposed to do against what I said. Hashem never said to break the tablets. But Moses, he had the wisdom to read between the lines. To understand that there is no way in the world that the Creator will give up on His children, that the Creator will hate His children, that the Creator will abandon His children, that the Creator will want to punish them or will make something to happen for them to be punished, God forbid. So Moses, and that is an example for that righteous man that is unique and special in every generation, that he knows how to walk between the drops, that he knows how to read between the lines. And we need to pray to find someone like that. Because you have one person who really threw himself down to the ground for us. You have one person that is walking between us and he really sacrificed himself for all of us. He gave his life for us. He dedicated his life for us. He's praying and prayed for us. He opened and opening the sky for us. He brings down the sweetness to the fruits. He brings down all the bounty. You sit in your fancy house or in your normal house and you have your sofa, you have your needs, you have everything you have and the bounty came down to the world because of the prayers and the tears and the sweat and the blood and the effort and the sacrifices of that noble person who is giving himself to Hashem in every moment of his life. And if you want to know who that person is, you need to pray for that. You need to pray not to be ungrateful. And I'm praying for that as well, not to be ungrateful. Always to remember that there are people who are doing good, to remember them, to pray for them. And even if you don't know who that person is, you need to pray for his success. Thank you, Hashem, for sending true righteous people to our generation. Please protect them. Please save them. Please help them. Please provide everything they need. Support them. Heal them. Do whatever. Answer to their prayers. 
We need to support them. We need to help them. We need to back them up. And that will be a way for us to pay on our severe mistake that we did with Moses. Because Moses been buried in the desert and his wife and children never went into the promised land, to the holy land of Israel. His wife Tzipporah and both his children went back to the camp of Jethro, of Yitro, his father-in-law, Tzipporah's father, and they came back and never inherited the holy land with the children of Israel. And they've been left behind in the desert. And Moses died in the desert. And no one till today knows where he is buried. And like, where is he? And everyone today that are learning Torah and teaching Torah, everyone are like, yeah, that's my book, the book that I wrote, this is my chidush, I thought about that, I am saying this, I'm saying that. We have everything by the merit of Moses. Nothing is ours. We're just repeating what he brought down from heaven. There was nothing. There was no Torah. There was no Torah. Without Moshe Rabbeinu, there was no Torah in the world at all. Even by the merit of Abraham, even by the merit of Yitzchak, by the merit of Yaakov, Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, they did not bring down the Torah to the world. Only Moshe brought Torah. Torah Emet Natan Lanu, Moshe Rabbeinu, he was the one who gave us the Torah of truth. Every Torah that we say, every Torah that we think, every Torah that we keep, every single day, you have a kippah on your head, you keep Shabbat, you eat kasher, you wear tzitzit, you cover your head, you wear long sleeves, you're modest, you go to the mikveh, you pray, you learn, you put filin, everything, you have mezuzah in your house, every single thing you do came down by the merit of Moshe Rabbeinu. And where is Moshe? And where are his children? And where is his wife? They're all out there in the dark exile. Nothing left. And everything that they gave us, that Moses gave us, we think that is ours. Oh, it's my tzitzit. Oh, yeah, I put a mezuzah now. Yeah, I'm learning Torah. I have my seder. I'm learning in this hour, in that time. Who are you? You're enjoying something that someone gave you. And you don't even remember. That's how ungrateful we are, God forbid. And on that we need to pray to correct ourselves, to fix ourselves, to fix that horrible failure that we had with Moses, the main one who delivered the light. And the Zohar Kadosh is saying, Moshe da Mashiach. Moshe is the Mashiach. The Mashiach that will come and redeem us will be from the soul of Moses. The soul of Moses and the soul of King David. Two main pillars of light that brought down the Torah to the people of Israel. Moses brought the Bible and King David brought the book of Tehillim, the book of prayers. Five books of Tehillim. Moses brought us the five books of the Bible. This is Torah and Tefillah, Torah learning and prayer. Both of those pillars stabilizing the wisdom of, of Hashem and showing and revealing it to the world. It's the mind and the heart. It's the body and the soul. And they are the completion, the complete leaders the real true example of righteous people who did and still do for our people and for the rest of the world, always taking care of everyone. Moses refused to leave the rest of the nations who were working as slaves in Egypt, even that they were not Israeli, even that they were not keeping the will of Hashem. 
Moses said to Hashem and argued with him, he said to Hashem, even if they're not good, even if they're not from the children of, of Israel, even if they're not planning to keep the Torah, even if they're failing, only because of the fact that they suffered with us in the exile in Egypt, I cannot leave them behind. And Hashem allowed him. And Moses was fighting for people that were not Israeli, for non-Jewish, for non-Israeli people. And he redeemed them and helped them. They're being called Erev Rav. He called them out from Egypt and he took them with the nation of Israel. And his intention was to fix them and to correct them. Because they were working hard in labor and suffered with the nation of Israel, under the horrible kingship, evil kingship of the Egyptians. This is the nature of that righteous man. And King David, his prayers and praises are spread in the world. Christian people are saying Tehillim. Muslim people are reading Tehillim. The Psalms of King David are famous to the whole wide world. All the nations are learning from the, from the amazing prayers of King David and praising God with his amazing words. Those are the true examples and pillars of our nation, role model for the true leaders and righteous people of our generation that we should support and cherish and back up and help in any possible way. And by that merit, may the Creator open gates of bounty, gates of success, gates of happiness, that all our prayers will be accepted in no time. Amen. Can you hear son? Thank you. שום דבר לא יעצור אותי מלהגיע אל תוכי בכל כוחי אבו לקראתי סביב